fucked up from the shooting, everything really works, is working out fine. So I don't, maybe it, he was right to disassociate himself with this film, perhaps, well, but yeah. it is an okay film. And when you asked me at the end of the thing, did, what'd you think of this movie? I'm going to tell you I liked it. Now, was it coherent? Because obviously we're talking over this movie, so I, and it seems like a talking film to begin with. So It is a talky film, yeah. And we're, we're missing a million funny jokes because we talk over it, you know? Yeah. Like, you... Fritz, they wa he wants, he, he says, like, I want you to, she's like, I want you to fix this in my head, and I want you to fix my friends. We want to make a health care bill. And he's like, well, if you want to do that, you, can, you need to support our moon base bill. Uh, goes, what? And he goes, well, in Washington, you get something when you give something. And she goes, we just had sex. And he goes, well, no, I mean, politically. And she's like, oh, the moon base is important because it keeps us safe and non blown up. There's, that's pretty funny. There's funny jokes like that. You see, Gore's doing the like politician ridiculousness, you know, and we saw all that with the Nancy Pelosi character going, you have to support the moon base. Why do I have to? Well, it keeps us safe and non-blown up. And the moon is my church. And it's uh, this country deserves <laughs> a military base on it. Go, okay, I'm behind you. Now, as someone who's watched this movie, Carl, and have you watched Don't Look Up? Like, is this better yeah, than Don't Look Don't Up? Look yeah. which, which do you think is a better film? Great question, Mike. Yeah. Um, I think... Okay, they share the similarity of political hypocrisy and bullshit. That is true. Uh, but in, in, in Don't Look Up, it was all the ignorance of the people in power thinking of the short term about their political, as if it was never going to happen. The, the asteroid was, they weren't yeah. thinking about the long, this film doesn't really share that. This film is just all about exposing the bullshit. So right now, Fuller is like saying, like, wow, I can't believe you got him to support our health care just from a conversation in the hallway. And she goes, well, yeah, well, that's all that happened. You know, I didn't sleep with him or anything. And he don't accuse me. And he goes, I'm not accusing you of that. And then she starts chewing on that thing and going, you're looking very sexy. Did you do something with your hair? And he goes, I don't have any hair. Fuller. We're missing all this oh, stuff. This looks, this looks all great. Well, uh, Ray Ray, 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 she does watercolors. Oh, he goes, No, I didn't tell her about my health problems. Well, that's cute. Private, her his backside is prolapsed. It happens. See, this is what I mean, like. He's doing his job in this film. He's doing what the script says. But right. His comedic points are all like his inhibitions are super low. He just says. He does his job in this film. So in this film research, I had to find out about his car accident, the bus accident on the. Yeah. In 2014. And I find out from researching it that a guy named Harry Stanton. Uh-oh, is that his name? Is a person I performed with at Scotty's. I had no idea it was him. Uh, he seems perfectly fine. He was in the car? Yes, he was. And, of course, it doesn't 
tell me any research about what happened to him, but everything right. that happened to Tracy Morgan. Um, uh, Harris Stanton. Harris Stanton. He's a very funny man. He's um African-American comedian. And I mean, he just, he's a headliner. Uh, so he was hurt in this. I don't know the details of what happened to him. I just thought it was neat that I happened to know him. Now, I don't know him like, if he saw me go, hi, Carl. I don't know him like I could call yeah. him or something. No, that, that accident happened in New Jersey, right? Yeah, it happened on the turnpike, uh, very south. It was a Walmart uh, tractor trailer. A guy yeah. named Roper. And in court, they must have said, Mr. Roper. Mr. Roper. And then um, you were like, teehee. He had been, he didn't exceed the limit of driving in the trailer, in the truck itself. He he hadn't slept. Walmart said, you got to do a shipment. He had to drive like four hours to pick up the truck. So he hadn't slept for 24 hours. But on his stuff, on his sheet, he was just starting out the truck. <gasps> so the count of, you know, so that's what happened. He dozed off, hit another vehicle. It pushed into the bus, which flipped over. Yeah. He was... Uh, Morgan was helicoptered to New Brunswick where they operated on his, like he had a broken femur and he's been affected from this. He has trouble remembering things, a short-term memory. It was pretty bad. Yeah. What's happening now is the quid pro quo. You come and speak about our moon base and then we will give you the healthcare bill you're looking for. So the Girl Scouts who are really called the Girl Squad, they're going to make a cookie for the moon base. And they're all pretending to be behind, be behind the moon base. I do always like movies where they sneak in like a rainbow flag heart, which is one of the uh, emblems that they have. Of homosexual. Yeah, so the, the girl squad, one of the uh, patches on her thing is, is a heart Rain- with a rainbow. Oh, okay. Later in this thing, Nancy Pelosi is going to accuse them of being lesbians. The, You'll the see. Squad? Yeah. To like ruin support. All right, why don't you listen? Because she's going to turn it around from the nail. He's talking about the representative. Really going to help everybody with the military moon base. How? Well, number one, listen, protects us. It makes the moon like one of our states. Keeping us safe and non blown up so we can figure out better. Safe and non blown up. That's how it works, America. First things first. Moon base first and then the healthcare bill. So don't mention the healthcare bill and she did. We missed it. That's great. Oh shit. Natural at being Wait, what? Carl, Carl, I just got uh, I just got kicked out. Well, we can't stop for our audience. Okay. I know. Okay, All so right. the audience still watching, they almost kiss. Like He's they're coming. starting to get more than a sexual attraction for each other because he, she just complimented him for like trying to help children. So now they're going to like it's like a fake after party in which they're celebrating. What and- time do you have on your clock? Okay, I'm gonna hop back in. Okay. Uh, 40 and 25, 26, 27, 40, get around 40, 30, and I'll tell you. 
Okay. I'm at 40-30 right now. Okay, 40-37, 8, 39, 40-40, 40-41, 40-42. Are you close enough or you want to? Uh, tell me when you get to 48. Just tell me when you get to 48. Okay. Too late. All right. Um, it's, I'm at, you get to another point. And I'm at 40, 54. Okay. Basically, this is a feel good scene. Like, okay. he's got a girlfriend. They're going to get attention from the bill. Jake and Jessica Beale are falling in love. Yeah. The senator is at this. Keith Fuller's got his big, he just had his big boner problem, and Tracy Morgan's got his butt problem. I'm at forty-one fourteen. You tell me what you want me to tell you about. No, I'm I'm at, I'm at I'm at the same time. Okay, I'm at, I'm at eighteen right now, so it's good. Oh boy, what are you right now? Uh, Kurt's holding his dick. Now what is he right now? Oh, uh, I'm at twenty-nine. Okay, I'm yeah, I'm two seconds ahead of you. That's fine. Okay, that's fine. So look, they whoa, she just hit the nail. <gasps> So something's going to happen. And what it is, she just revealed. Why don't you listen for a second? They're falling in love. I'm a couple seconds behind you. That's fine. I can see it now from the lips, but it's fine. Okay, you know what? Mute it, because that'll wreck up me doing it on YouTube, because I'll try to make the sound sing. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry, oh, Carl. Darn, darn, darn. I can do the sound. If right. you can hear it. Nobody understood I hear it. So he never wanted to be a representative. He wanted to be like a park ranger kind of guy. <laughs> See, they're falling in love. No, you're not damaged goods. No. <laughs> it's so funny because like, they fall in love, but he's still a skunk. He's still a right. skunk the whole time. And she, like, not respects his skunkiness, but she never, like, he'll be a skunk, and then she'll be like, I'm mad at you. You were a skunk. And then he's, like, heartwarming and appealing. <laughs> and she goes back with him. But he never, like, stops being a skunk. But at the same time, he never promises that he's gonna. It's, like, well-written. There were three writers on this thing. It wasn't. Um... I noticed that it was like a hodgepodge of writers. Carl, why don't you talk about the writers? I'm going to go uh, see. What? Okay, so as you know, we've talked about Kristen Gore uh, being a large part of this, and she didn't just write the book; she also helped writing the screenplay. So there's this team called Dave. Uh, called right. Dave Jesser and Matt Silverstein are the co-writers, and they're just partners mostly in TV together. Uh, Dave Jesser, American television writer and co-creator with Matt Silverstein of Drawn Together, also written for other TV shows, including Third Rock from the Shun, The Man Show, Action, Greg the Bunny, Axe Cop, Goody Family, The Cleveland Show, and they created the MTV animated comedy DJ and Fro in 2009. When you go to read Matt Silverstein's credits, they're identical. So these guys just write together, and that's what they're doing here on this film, too. So we're not hearing the sound, of course, but th there is a bond going on here between the two of them that will endure throughout the rest of the film. And she's like, before, the nail made me kind of promiscuous, but this is not a nail promiscuity. 
see the x-ray. Okay, it's the next day, and they did it. Now, I told you that this film doesn't feel disjointed because there were so many interruptions in the production, but I got to say that this one scene kind of does feel that way. And the, for the first time ever, we're seeing the skunk in, because he's she's talking about the healthcare bill, and he knows that bill ain't coming. I hope Mike comes back because we're seeing James Brolin. James Brolin, he's the father of Thanos, but the reason he has this part is James Kahn was originally contracted and hired to do th this guy's part, but he had disagreements over the death scene. And we know our director fights and fights and fights with actors. He quit production. Here comes Mike. Mike, we're seeing James Brolin, okay? Keep James, on Brolin, Brolin, Brolin. Thanos's father. We're seeing, yeah, Brolin, Brolin. But the thing is, James Kahn was supposed to play his part, and they were filming it, and it says that they had creative differences with how the this guy dies, okay? So you're talking about a film where they had no financing, that they, the actors ha couldn't get paid, and on top of that, they had to deal with Jimmy Kahn? <laughs> At this point in the filming, there was none of that trouble, okay? Now, you know our actor, our director fights with his actors. We don't know what happened. It just said creative differences. James Kahn walked off the set. He said, fuck this. I'm not doing the scene this way. And he left. And you have James to watch Brolin it. He said, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'm not doing anything. Now, we know James Brolin from Night of the Hunter, Juggler. Keep saying right, right. He was our star, and he did a great job. He yeah, was an he's action adventure, action. I forget the action film guy. It was terrific in it. It was terrific. You know, it's funny about James Brolin. And again, I don't want to name drop, but I did see James Brolin and Barbara Streisand at the movie theater. Did you like, almost bump into him? Now I think I know this story. Yeah, though no, they were like, we went to see like the station agent or something like that. I think it was with my mom, and everyone was like, James Brolin and Barbara Streisand yeah. are in the audience. It was like such a great moment. Like everyone was, you know, absolutely respectful, but it was like, can you believe You're lucky it? I wasn't there, Mike, because while that film was going, <laughs> I would wait till some scene I didn't like, and I would say, this movie would have been so much better with James Brolin. <laughs> I would have absolutely done that. Oh, I would have said, this is such a great, such a funny movie. I was rolling in the aisles. This film's funny. People are just brawling in the aisles and some like, in their seats. He's like Josh and James, like when it comes to like Hollywood royalty, they're both really good actors. Mm -hmm. You know, his son's not a bad actor at all. No, he's not a bad actor. See, the thing is like you get a famous parent and then it's your turn. And if you're not good, Ollie Shore, you're going to get what's coming to you. But you will get what's are coming. good, yeah, you become, you know, Jennifer Garner, or, you know, you if you are good, you earn your place. But then there's, like, people like Lily Rose Depp, you know, who I watched all those Kevin Smith movies where she, she acted in it. Uh -huh. And it was like, I don't know, I guess she's okay. She's been doing other roles. It is kind of hard to kind of, uh-oh, this girl squad's going off. Well, they're finding out that the healthcare bill is not happening, even though they supported the moon base. So now they're going to become opposed. 
Now, look, he has an allergy to nuts, but they mistakenly think that he is choking. So he's doing the Heimlich maneuver, but look how he's in the sternum. That's not where you do it. That's right. where you, now, look, his boner is bonking the representative. Then, for some reason, they think he's having a heart attack. Or, or, or maybe he does have a heart attack. But this is all because of the allergic peanut. Yes. The allergy peanut. <laughs> he's going, no, no, he doesn't want that, Tracy. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, Tracy Morgan's part in this whole, his comedic thing in this whole, is being inappropriate. And so now they're plugging in. Whoa. You shouldn't do that on your own. Like, a doctor should be playing with that shit. That's right. He yeah. goes, let me do it. Let me do it. But Nancy Pelosi will really kick out the plug. You see, we missed it because we don't listen. But James right. Brolin was hijacking the moon base. And he was going to totally take credit for everything. And so Nancy Pelosi is getting, you know, she's pretending right now. We're going to save him. Even you know? though she unplugged it. Yeah. Now, Paul Rubens uh, was the only one who saw her do that. And he will, there'll be a very funny scene. See, it's not so hilariously funny, but he's such a good actor. Maybe we should hear the sound for that part. Sure. This is his, um, this is the funeral of James Brolin now. Now, James Brolin was Speaker of the House, so I should stop calling her Nancy Pelosi. That's not polite. Um, she just has the same hairstyle and the same role. Representative. Pam Hendrickson. Okay, I'm whoa, 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 Nancy whoa, Pelosi. whoa, whoa! Back up. Who's this? This is the the rival love interest for Jessica Biel with the cop, and he's look, look. I told you there was a thirty five percent chance I like her still. Look at her on TV; she's blowing up. It's I'm just looking become at the TV. sixty forty, and she's like, but her head is damaged. He goes, okay, fifty five forty five. But still, uh, I love her. And she's like, your numbers mean nothing to me. And she storms out. Oh, yeah. That's when they were televising the funeral. They had that argument. God, I have, I can't tell you how many televised politician funerals I've watched where I get into an argument. So Nancy Pelosi is going to hijack the death of the Speaker of the House. She's going to become Speaker of the House. And she's going to get a lot of... Well, okay, she's going to go out there and have her moment, her national moment. And Jessica Beale's essentially going to steal that from her and turn it into the moon base. Gotcha. Now, here comes, I got to play the sound. Here's Pee-wee. Paul Rubens. Yeah. <laughs> Feeling guilty? Why should I feel guilty? <laughs> outrageous he is such a good actor and it's just the problem is he never gets real roles you know what i mean like yeah. it always seems like a novelty that oh yeah peewee playing it it's never like give now watch chance. his facial expression she's like you need to support me and he's like oh like he has to he knows he has to what were you saying about uh, Paul Rubens? Is that oh, it's just that I think like when he when you see him not as Pee Wee, it always feels like stunt casting. Unfortunately, mm. like he just doesn't have the opportunity to just like this movie gets to be his comedic self. It would be great for him to have a starring role uh, in a major motion picture today. Yeah, um, 
so as you know, he had his controversy with the masturbating thing. But you see, back then, it was much more taboo than today. Uh, today, with internet porn, like people, comedians always talk about it, and it's sort of like public that like yeah. everybody does it. I can think of two recent incidents. The late Fred Willard went into a like old school, got caught in a raid at an old school Los Angeles porn theater. Yes. The guy, you know, and then um, it was just another thing that happened. God. Okay, so Paul Rubens got accused of being a pedophile. That was because he had all of this memorabilia. I think they were calling it kitsch stuff. And then the guy who was, uh, he was the principal in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. He was. Oh, Jeffrey Jones. Yeah. They like shared some sort of sexual art together. Yeah. Right? But it wasn't about kids. It was about horniness. Like they're over. But Jeffrey Jones is a sex offender. Okay. I believe it. I'm just saying yeah. Paul Rubens got in the hurricane of his storm. They went over to his house and confiscated all this memorabilia he had. There was a lot of gay porn magazines. There was a lot of old grainy films, you know, Super 8. Yeah. Um, but some of that contained inappropriate child stuff. Now, I don't know if that means a 14-year-old or a 7-year-old, okay? But in Paul Rubin's defense, and I, I'm not defending him too strongly because I kind of don't know details. He had all this memorabilia, and they went and found the needles in the haystack, you yeah. know? He did not read all of those uh, gay muscle magazines and he did not watch all of these you know he had shelves and shelves of 16 millimeter and 8 millimeter old films so that got him in trouble again and since he had the one incident people were ready to and people were ready yeah, yeah. and it was also, too good to be true it was too good to be true what a kid's uh, host got caught and you know yeah, sexual right. depravity too good yeah. to be true Captain Kangaroo all over again what was Captain Kangaroo uh, he was a, he was he did some sex stuff. I don't know. So the most recent celebrity that's in a con sex controversy is Bob Odenkirk. Oh, that's Bob too Od bad. Bob Odenkirk faved and was a faved and only fan foot fetish site, ah. and people real it went public. Like, hey, did you know Bob Odenkirk liked the foot fetish, and he unliked it, and wow. for like four days on Twitter, that's all I read. Where people were like. <laughs> Give the man a break. He's allowed to. He's Bob Odenkirk. He's allowed to like feet. <laughs> yeah, sure. It's not really a, it's a kink. It's not really. Yeah. Okay. So uh, Jake was saying to Jessica Peel, I'm sorry, but the healthcare bill's not happening. I mean, it's all about the moon base and this guy died and that's going to steal the thunder. And she goes, watch this. And she gets up there and says that his last dying words were support the healthcare bill. Great. And Clever. she turns the chi around of the whole death of this guy to the healthcare bill and the widows behind it. And Nancy Pelosi's angry. Angry. It's getting robbed. So James Conn only was supposed to be in one scene, right? Yeah. That guy was in one scene. He died. Yep. And he couldn't take it. He couldn't walked take it. out. Let's listen for a second. Okay, you got it? No, I'll do it because, yeah. Yeah, I'm out of sync. Can you hear it? Not well, right? Not well. It never stopped us before. <laughs> His last dying words were. Oh, look at Keener. No. That's right. No. 
yeah, she's great. I love the Kathy. Look how she's becoming defeated. Like it's too late. Yeah. Oh, everyone's a tear. <laughs> the political handler can't believe it. She nailed it. Nailed it. Yeah. She's saying that the people, the representatives in Congress have excellent Cadillac healthcare plans. And why can't all Americans have that? Look, she's still trying to go and the widower is stopping her. Widow is stopping her. Uh, it's true. I knew he always had it in him. See, he was absolutely against public health care. And she's saying he flipped on his deathbed. And the widow was like, it's true. You see Jake's face? Yeah. They're turning this health care bill around. You see, that's why he's like a skunk, but not a skunk. He's so excited that she's getting her health care bill. There's the girl yeah. squad. Now, something happens that I don't understand in the plot, and I've seen this. This is my fourth time. They they call upon Jake, and he's like about to get caught for something. I, I'm not clear on what it is, so he goes and runs away. Um, look how he's yeah, making. He's <laughs> so angry. That would suck. Oh wait. That is, guess, they point at Jake, and he starts to make his yeah. He's walking out of there. He's accused of or in trouble for. That's why I do like Jake going hall. Like that was a pretty broad move, walking across the pews during a funeral, yeah, and he and just aces it. Facial expression. While he's going, <laughs> get, I'm getting away. I'm going to get caught. He's I a love, good actor. He's a good actor. Yeah. I don't know, like, if it's just too much CGI, but sometimes when I see stuff, I go, oh, they don't physically do that. Like, yeah. he did walk across the he pew. He did walk. Okay, so now that we're going to get the I'm falling in love with you, and he's a skunk. Let me turn it up. Okay. We had formed the cheese over at our cause. That's private. More things happen. I think we're synced up, Carl. Well, honey, you taught me how to write it. Put up your sound. You're a little behind. No, no, push me, push me. All right, sorry. I've been trying all day. Now look, they're gonna fall in love right now, or they're gonna admit it. Oh man, Sonic is gonna be so disappointed. <laughs> he is. He is. <laughs> Now, Tracy will say something inappropriate. Right. Now, Kurt, Kurt Fuller gave an interview. Yeah. Uh, and it was for a play when he goes out the window because he lies to her face and she still is in love with him. You'll see. All right. Right now, she says. She's saying, I'm a dead man because of what just happened here. Maybe that's what it is. She, he put Jessica Beale up. She thinks he put Jessica Beale up to this. I'm not sure. So look, he says, I'm going to stay here and fight for you as he's escaping out the window. The window. Well, everyone's watching. 
gigantic deal, you know, when you go against your party and all the big bosses you've got in here. So I'm just going to maybe take a minute and uh, think about this. Wait, you can't just leave. You have to introduce my bill in the new session and kind of be with me and stuff. How do I go on your team? Listen, I am going to be there. I swear I on my life. I swear. Right? He's like halfway out the window. Wants to see you. you better come right now. He goes, you tell her that I'm going to be there. Uh, All right, I swear on my life. <laughs> so, so he the same exact thing as he runs away. And then yep. watch what she would wander far away, would remain in the wilderness, always. When folks go crazy and you see the house red and let you down, and be not. He's a complicated, <laughs> beautiful man, and he's not going to let me down. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Oh, they got the cookies. That's right. That they made a cookie for the moon base. And now they're having a get together about how they've gotten screwed over and she's apologizing to them. Is this like, I trusted. Is this a godfather joke with the five families? No, no. That I can see why you would think that. Uh look at that. He got flip phones. Yeah. He's got That's how old this off. movie was. Look, she See, has all those badges. I don't like that because she didn't earn those badges. She might have been. She's a good roller skater. She might have got She's a roller skater. She's an honorary member. They just put her in the girl squad. Right. Oh, it says new members wanted for lapels. Now they're going to have a new cookie with a nail sticking into a brain. Okay, this movie's stupid. <laughs> it's their new. Well, no, but they're trying to say how stupid politics is and. Oh, they're selling the cookies. Right. Now they're going to get support, and it's an unrealistic movie scene. Well, you no, she's roller skating again. That's back. the character. That's like a good director. They can't let something, they can't leave it alone. Like, if right. they show roller skating in the first scene, she's going to be roller skating again. Okay, so now we got to stop this. We got to nip this in the bud. This is fucking bullshit. They're raking us over the coals. They're going to ruin the moon base and they're going to push this healthcare bill through. We got to stop it. So now they're strategizing on how they're going to do that. I was just thinking like Pee Wee looks like he has like a headset and a, and a pencil in, in his ears. And right. I was right. Yeah. Right. He's got his Bluetooth. Now this was 2008. So cell phones came out just one year earlier. So that's why you're seeing the flip phone. Right. Well, this, were... is, this is their commercial pretending that someone's in trouble for healthcare. I'll operate. You see the blood? <laughs> oh, Girl Scouts. But they're going to they're going to hold hands two of the girl squads. And they're gonna he's gonna say lesbianism and make it a controversy. Yeah. I not really parodying anything. That's the way things go. Now, Lindsay Lohan auditioned for uh, for Jessica Biel's role. And Ryan Reynolds was considered. He never auditioned for Jake's role. The internet Lohan. says, yeah. this is the third film in which Lindsay Lohan was supposed to star along Jake Gyllenhaal as a love interest, but ended up not starring in the film. The first one was Day After Tomorrow, and the second one was Source Code. But I got to say, she wasn't scheduled to be in this film. She right. auditioned. Well, sometimes those like, did you know right. Ronald Reagan was supposed to be in Casablanca? It's like, yeah, well, you know what? Arnold Schwarzenegger was supposed to be in it. Mm -hmm. You can, you know. Uh-oh. 
Oh, this is their lesbian he attack was ad. Trained by a lesbian uh, uh, veterinarian. They're just basically smearing. No castratic care bill. No girl squad lesbianism. Yeah, that's probably not even parody at this point. Uh, so here's the their camp. Right outside the big house. Right outside the White House. Now you see the calamine lotion on people's face. Yeah. I'm not sure about that joke, but the internet shows that, and I see it too. There's a continuity error because Jessica's Beals, uh, it keeps on changing the calamine lotion. But I don't think that's important. I don't think you notice. I didn't until I re until I researched this. You gotta have eagle eyes. Paul Rubens, he's Ruben. So yeah, he's great. Mike, it's my turn to pee. I'm, I I normally okay. Hold it, no problem. I'm gonna crank it, it up. You I'm gonna watch it. this out of sync movie. Listen, Carl, one of these coffee movies, it, it happens. Movie and coffee, another cup of coffee, <laughs> another cup of coffee. Start peeing. Well, I'll tell you a great story that happened when I peed after you pee. Okay. Well, actually, I'll tell the audience. Yes, so, I'll be right back. All right. So I went to take a pee and I closed the door and unbeknownst to me, one of my cats was using the, the kitty litter and it's a weird cat. He has to scrape, scratch the floor after he's done. And I closed the door and he gets out and he's kind of shaking his paw and he realizes he's locked. Not only is he locked in with me, but I got to really take a, a big pee during my show. So I'm in the middle of peeing and I can't get the door. And the cat's in the room, like a little panicked, but not so much panicked as our other cat who is in the hallway. Uh, we have glass windows for the bathroom door. So the other cat is watching the cat locked in the bathroom. And he's like, you got to get out of here. So I can't do anything. I'm in the middle of peeing. And it was a really long piece, as you can tell from the show. Uh, so I had to finish it while... I was just saying, I went to take a pee and I didn't realize the cat was using the litter box. Yes. And I had the door closed, so I couldn't open the door. Mm -hmm. And the cat was like, looking at me like, I, but not as panicked as the cat in the hallway who was looking through the glass window of the door. Like, you gotta get out, buddy. What's going on? Like, <laughs> you're trapped. And the other cat was like looking at the doorknob. Like, the cat was going to jump and open the door. So that was my yes. big adventure. Okay. What about you? Kind of a boring pee, huh? Uh, yeah, I just did a regular pee, but I kept saying, can you hear me? Can you hear me? And you didn't respond. I didn't. No, I didn't hear yeah. you. I was yeah. telling the audience about locking my cat in while the other cat watches. <laughs> yeah. So now we're getting like, you come here to get me, Scott? And then it's like some the one of the girls squad announces that the Nancy Pelosi put him up to it just to get her out of the picture. Oh. Look, the calamine lotion shifted. Do we care? No. I got to tell you, for a movie that got interrupted so many times, this film is perfectly jointed, not disjointed. Let's see. Yeah, you would figure that like, if they did this against everyone's wishes to get a right. product out, it would be disjointed. So, uh, where is it here? David Russell left the project in 2010 after negotiations with financer Ron Tudor broke down. Um, he, uh, you know, and he was credited as Stephen Green, similar to the old Alan Smithy pseudo name. Do you know why it changed? 
Yeah, I do actually. There was a movie called Burn Hollywood Burn, an Alan Smithy film, and it was directed by uh, Arthur Miller, who's the uh-huh. long, uh, Hiller, Arthur Hiller, excuse right, me. Arthur okay. Miller is a different person. So uh, it was about a $300 million movie flop starring Jackie Chan, Sylvester Stallone, and Whoopi Goldberg okay. called Trio. Oh, and yeah. You don't kill the star. I remember that. It, the tagline was, don't fuck with me. Don't uh-huh. fuck with me. Don't fuck with me. Sylvester Stallone, Whoopi Goldberg, and Jackie Chan. Are in. So Perfect. the movie bombs, and the director hates it, and he wants to take his name off. But the problem is the director who's played by Eric Idle in this film, yeah. his name is Alan Smithy. Okay. S-M-I-T-H-E-E. So there's no way he can change his name because the pseudonym they would use is Alan Smithy. So oh. he's in a quandary. And it's it's a documentary, mockumentary, where they talk to the camera. They were explaining like, oh, yeah, we, he was on the cover of Crime Weekly, you know, like that type of I thing. I quit on the film. I remember it now. I started watching it watch on suggestion. So what happened was and the I movie was it. so bad. That I don't know if it was a publicity or it really did come to pass. But the director took his name off the project. And Burn Hollywood Burn, an Alan Smithy film, is actually listed, directed by Alan Smithy. Uh-huh. So at that point, the director's guild said, you know what? Fuck this Alan Smithy shit already. It's just played out. Right. So there were a couple of films where directors took their names off and they used different names. First time I actually heard of Stephen Green. Uh-huh. But Alice Smithy is no longer. New. Yeah. He's no longer, Smithy's no longer used. It's, it's played out. So Alice has said, Jessica Beale has said, the only way we can get this health care bill is if, if you go and get Jake, right? So that's what, they're at like a uh, one of those men's retreats where they right. all get tribal and and so so scott the cop is trying to bring the representative back uh but the only way he can do it is if he beats the ring of fire or something like that and so that's what's about to happen he's going into his fire test or something so he will help him he goes listen you're a man you don't need this crap. Like it's like moose balls. You get moose balls if you win. So he's like, "Be a man and just take the moose balls." He goes, "Yeah, that's being a man. Screw your fire test." We call those uh, prairie oysters. <laughs> Which so this is completely just wackadoodle. So now the cop steps in which is, you know, not the way it's supposed to go. It's like, hey, man, come on, get out of here. <laughs> Those are the actual moose balls. Allegedly. Wow. He's telling him right now, you take the moose balls, you be a man. Now, is it moose balls or meese ball? <laughs> I, I don't know if it's, maybe I'm wrong in its antler of... Uh... It's reindeer balls. Let me. I think it was moose balls, and they didn't say meese. You know who doesn't like the scene? Moose. Meese. <laughs> now he's going to make his escape. That's right, man. That's how it's done. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> so, so the cop has made him break out 
Yeah. When they get back, it's so funny because they find out that, like, he finds out that they're a love interest, him and Jessica Biel. And he's like, you used me. You tricked me. And she goes, well, yeah, you see, here in Washington, you know. <laughs> oh, she's now a Washington player. Yes, she is. That's why Jake was like, you're the best liar. You're such a good liar. Because she claimed that his last words were support health care. And- yeah, right. Here he comes. Now, when he she's kissing Jake, the girl squad would be like, you can't break up with Scott. He's so cute. You know? And well, she goes, he gave me my first orgasm. And they're like, what's an orgasm? <laughs> oh, really? That's going to happen? Yeah. Not as, not as bad as when, do you remember when uh, they had a jamboree and President Trump got to speak to the Boy Scouts? No, I did never watch the news. Here he's going to just triumphantly say, I am Howard Birdwell, Congressman! <laughs> Congressman! We're so all synced up. You see, no, we're not. We're not. You all see right. how Scott is like all behind this and everything until the kiss happens. You'll see. Coming up. It must suck me in it. Um, Russell said of quitting the film, it's been a painful process for me. The multiple production delays, stoppages, which was caused by David Bergstein and predecessor Ron Tudor's direct involvement with me, have now spanned two full years. The circumstances under which this film would be completed are much different on several fundamental levels than we embarked on several years ago. I am unfortunately no longer involved in the project, and I cannot call it my film. But he shot, this wasn't a case where the film was taken away from him and a different director took over. Right. He shot about 90% of this and they just took what they had and, and made edited yes. a different version. It really was still his film. I don't know. It's about the money. So he got punched in the face and, and she goes, he gave me my first orgasm. <laughs> you wouldn't have made it to the ring of fire if it wasn't for me. Bullshit. That's true. I passed three fire tests. Before you even try Stop. it. Here we go. He gave me my first orgasm. What's your orgasm? And her second. And her second. I'm Embarrassing. Crushed Scott. <laughs> He's such a good actor. <laughs> <laughs> you used me. <laughs> That's Harry Lame. You can't break up with Scott. He's too cute. Oh, the girls got the girls are uh, squad is uh, giving their yes. opinion. They're on. Well, they're they've definitely on Scott's side. When they were camping out in front of the White House, we had the sound off, but there was a lot of like Scott. He's dreamy. Oh yeah, here. <laughs> Dude, you can't break up with Yay, Scott! We vote for Scott! Man, this movie's funny. Yeah. This yeah. No. Look, they're all like, yeah, Scott! But she's with him. doesn't care. Okay, oh, so daytime. now it's for the healthcare bill. And they're gonna make this happen. Fire Festival can begin. Can you see the bump in his butt? Maybe Nailed it. Butt. No, I, I saw it. 
In 2011, David Bergstein cobbled together whatever was filmed and gave a test screening to the L.A. crew. Uh, and the L.A. crew was unaware. In March 2011, an unfinished cut of the film was screened in Los Angeles, released on video on demand uh-huh. on February 2015, which is full six, four years later. The film released a limited release on March 20, 2015, bringing in a gross of $4,500. Released on DV. Okay, they spent twenty five million dollars on this film, and they made a hundred thousand and something. It was a huge, wow. plot. and the critics panned it. They hated this film, and yeah. I think you're wrong. Well, I remember like reading about it, and I wanted to know how it was, and yeah, the critics, the critics didn't like it. Yeah, they did not. Because oh my god, that's her. That's the evil lady. She's speaker of the house now. Look how happy she is. Yeah, you get a big gavel. I call this session to order. <laughs> She's so happy. You bet those moose nuts weren't on the dais. You could, like the podium, she could use that gavel. Bonk, bonk, smushing nuts. Contractual agreements required Beale and Tracy Morgan to film reshoots, which did not in- involve director Russell. Interesting. Yeah. Principal photography began in April 2008. Uh, in South Carolina, under the title Nailed. Meh, I think I've told you what I needed to tell you about. Uh... Yeah, I mean, it sounds like, it, it doesn't sound great for the actors not getting paid. Right, you know? and the the producers got a 50% pay cut. Now, I'm not crying in my cornflakes for Hollywood producers. Instead right. of $3 million, they get one point five, But they were up in arms about it. But wait! There's something with this health care bill. Now oh. it's going to be exposed on the floor of the house that Jake likes to screw women. Oh, and this is news. Right. And once again, Jessica Beale will be like, you were a victim of circumstances. It was just the one woman. And he goes, this is not the only woman. And her face defeats her. I'll play it when it's Okay. Up. All right. TV still got that pen in his ear. Yeah, he will for the whole film. I don't know who's talking to him. This is not true. Because, well, we have the woman here. Oh, let's see her. And she goes, uh, hello. Bah, bah, bah. This is like a Jennifer Flowers kind of. Oh. Uh, Ooh, that's not good. And the reason... She slept with him in order to have bullet manufacturing in a spotted owl preserve, you know. <laughs> but Jake is always like, I did that to get paint, attention paid to my education. Factories and endangered spotted owl preserves. Whoa. I was told that the only way that I could get funds for my colored glues and for good school stuff was if I... So he keeps on saying every time he'll be talking about how um, (laughs) he did it to get attention to his school bill, you know? He's so funny. Okay, here it is. Here he goes. You could twist it up in the system. Now watch her face. Oh, you've got to be kidding me. Hello, Howard. Oh, it looks the same. 
But once again, Jessica Hill's character, Alice Eckert or whatever, will turn this whole thing around. Once again, she's become a master at the political, you know, cheese stealing. This bill isn't about one man or one woman or maybe male power. Yeah, that's right. She's pretending, though. It's not true. You know, if she says the magic word nail, she turns into Shazam, right? Like, <laughs> right. Oh, here comes the speech. Production was shut down frequently as many as 14 times for non-payment of the crew and cast, leading to walkouts by stars Beale and Jillian Hall as well as several crew members in a dispute over control of the film and to prevent the possibility of Capitol releasing an unpolished version of the film, Wick and Fisher, they're the producers who actually got the rights back in 2007, I think. And it was basically getting the rights to Gore's book, um, decided to withhold the film negatives and postpone shooting the critical sequence in which Beale's character is injured with a nail gun until the final day of filming. As a result, one of the unions pulling support from the film with only two days left to shoot, the sequence was not shot. The film right. was incomplete, and it was added later digitally. Yeah, they, we saw we, they took Jennifer Bill's headshot. Yeah, and then they moved it sideways. Yeah, like, like, what, what, what? It was a pretty good faking, you know. So now yeah. Jennifer Bill is okay. She's like. May I address the house? And the speaker goes, no, 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 nobody but com- congressmen see her face. And then she goes, oh, sorry, it's the nail. Uh, only only representatives are allowed to address. And then Tracy Morgan's like, you let them hot women speak. So he goes, all right, I'll allow it. One <laughs> minute. Now she's channeling. Not everyone has really awesome health care. Not like or an automatic power tool. And if you're uninsured, or if you're even crappily insured, you're screwed. Like me. Oh, like him. Oh, like him. And is that cool? (laughs) Yes. No. That is not cool. This is America, right? So she... Basically turns it around again, and he goes, "Madam Speaker, we demand a vote." So they just say, "We're going to vote," and the man of speakers like, "Oh shit!" But then they vote, and it's defeated. Oh, and then, but we still have more movie, right? Yes. Look, he admits she's faking, and everyone loves it. (laughs) Yeah. Yay. Madam Speaker. We must vote. We demand a vote. Okay. Didn't pass. Are you okay? He really loves her. Yeah. Give Carl five more minutes. <laughs> Carl was great. Give him more time. He should be headlining. <laughs> I, I, I'm out of jokes. I'm out of jokes. Mike, I should not be headlining. I should be featuring. I should not be headlining. Oh, you got to think big, girl. <laughs> well, I did, I'm did. i thinking big. I'm going to have an Amazon special. 
streaming on Prime, and you're all over it, my man. I know, man. I'm looking forward to that. It's days away. I learned, like, if you have something on Amazon and you're, like, in a position where you can air show it to somebody, uh-huh. they sit there really patiently. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> Look, uh, have with that inspiring speech, and look how happy Nancy Pelosi is. Yeah. Oh, I know. I've, seen, I've seen C-SPAN. They don't tally that up that quickly. Nope, they do not. And you don't say, that's not cool. <laughs> Are they going to take a photo? Look at Pee-wee, man. He's so great. Uh, Paul Rubens, I'm sorry I keep calling you Pee-wee. What can, what can I do? What can I do? That's who I you think... are. I'm sorry. The world did that to you, not me. Oh, come on. You people don't call him Pee-wee every single day. <laughs> if, so you met, if you met him, he's supposed to be a really nice guy, but if you meet him, like, you know, in the back of your mind, you're going to be like, it's Pee-wee. <laughs> <laughs> people used to dislike that he would say, you have to interview me as Paul Rubens or Pee-wee Pick. They thought he was being a snob, but he wasn't. He wasn't. You're in the middle of being Paul Rubens, and then you switch to Pee-wee? Now it's like fake and not believable and and also a little dumb you know because the peewee character is supposed to be crazy stupid oh, hey, and mature and wasn't he on murphy brown like the rolling the, the the there was a a gag on murphy brown that she could never hold an assistant and he was like the one assistant that like matched him master i don't know in my research i figured everybody knows peewee so i Everyone hardly knows peewee yeah by the way, right now, Tracy Morgan's getting broke up with. She's finding out that he has a prolapsed anus. That's why you won't let me go near your backside? Yeah, they didn't have sex. I'm sorry. That's a deal breaker for me. I'm sorry. Wow. Healthcare's so ruining like, relationships. <laughs> so in the movie, this is like the dark night of the soul where, like, everything goes wrong the hero is defeated and you know he's not getting the health care bill he's broken up with the girlfriend uh jake is a skunk you know it's all falling apart for jessica beale and for our plot yeah well i mean russell's a good director in that sense like he you know he can tell a story i guess yeah uh so Pee-wee became an instant cult figure, and for the next de- decade, Rubens was completely committed to the character, doing all of his public appearances and interviews as Pee-wee. His film, Pee-wee's Big Adventure in 85, director Tim Burton, that's pretty right. good, pretty good. Uh, was a financial and critical success, soon developed into a cult film. Its sequel was less successful. I saw that in Times Square, the sequel. I enjoyed it, but it it deserved to be less successful. He had a big makeout scene because it's important to him to show that he wasn't gay. But right. the, but he's got all this homosexual memorabilia of old tiny black and white magazines. It's so not I a don't good. Know what the truth is, I don't. It's not a good look to be near Jeffrey Jones. So I don't know what happened. You know. Now I believe in my heart that Paul Rubens is probably just a super horny guy, and it's very relatable. And he has money and power, which empowered him to do erotic art and have this memorabilia collection and be associated with other horny guys. I really doubt he's a pedophile. 
You hear that, Pee Wee? I'm in your corner, man. Yeah, we're we're pro Pee Wee. <laughs> no, but genuinely, I just don't believe it's true. Yeah. Uh, wanna... In March 2004, child pornography charges were dropped in exchange for Ruben's guilty plea to a lesser misdemeanor ob- obscenity charge. 2014. Four, 2004. 2004. Sorry. The next three years, he was required to register his address at the sheriff's office. He could not be in the company of minors without permission of the parent or legal guardian. Crazy. So Crazy. Um, Ruben said that what the city attorney's office viewed as pornography was considered to be indecent art, and that's what they described the as people underage in masturbation and oral copulation was. In fact, uh, a judicial point of review was that the nudes that Ruben described as people 100% were not performing sexual acts. Being an avid collector, he had purchased bulk lots. One of his vintage magazine dealers declared there's no way he could have known that the content of each page in the publications he bought uh, and recalled Ruben's asking for physique magazines, vintage 1960 material, not featuring things featuring kids. I, I believe it. I believe it. I think that it was in the batch of junk he bought. And yeah. Okay. So once again, Jake was a skunk. He says, I'm not an independent anymore. I am now in the party again. But what he really did for the moon base bill was he snuck in a mini hearth care bill that provided coverage only for prolapsed anuses, erectile dysfunction that is permanent, and nail guns to the head. Oh, this is a great story. So the story turns out okay for these guys. Yes. <laughs> so the the now we're going to have an interview with him. Oh, you witch, you skunk. But now they go to Jake live on the run. You see, since he did this sneaky thing, he's on the run. And so they caught up with him at this motel parking lot, and they're going to interview him live. And Scott is going to (laughs) crumble. Except it's just Allison's friends. Three people. We don't need to watch this anymore. Scott! (laughs) So boring. (laughs) He's not a traitor. He's not a traitor. This is our big appeal. Okay. Alice, I, I don't even know if you're watching this. Yeah, I am. <laughs> Look what she starts doing. <laughs> she starts making out with them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is so boring. This is why I kept the option 25% open with the other love interest, whatever her name was. <laughs> They didn't hear that? Well, yeah, he's right there. And we're going to have an on-screen. Tongue kiss? Uh, I, 
Yeah, well, I it's this. It's a passionate guess. She was tonguing before. Oh, my yeah, TV well, image. Just... You French kiss my TV image. <laughs> He's got no image. Oh, hey, this movie must be over. He's all yes. This movie's wrapping up. They're gonna get married. Yeah, listen, audience. Uh, if you get to see this film without us, check out uh, Christy Alley. She was hilarious. We just we were muted. It seems like it seems like one of those films where it needs to be watched. And then uh... I, I researched all this stuff about her, like weight gain, weight loss controversy, and oh yeah, But she just wasn't in the film enough to like dive into it. And we're wrapping up. Well, you know that scene where they had to defibrillate the uh, yes. Brolin? And they went clear, and Christy Alley got on stage and said, well, you would have to take classes, technically, to right. be cleared. That's right. Yeah. Oh. So now we're having marriages. So Ray Ray and Kiki are going to be together. Great. Because she got over to his prolapse anus? Yes, she did. Now they're not getting married, but I don't know. It's sort of like they are in a way. Is, is he going back? A feel good ending. Oh, with the credits rolling up. Right, and the the cop is back with the second love interest. Good, I'm glad she so seems like more. Everyone's yeah. Odds are, odds are they were the better. And so what, what's like? Fill me up, Buttercup. Move on up. You're right. You're right. It's a feel-good song. Do they have the crew dancing and singing at the end? No, it, it's not that director. Oh, man. Carl, what did you think of this movie? I really enjoyed this movie, and I did not notice that it was messed up from its uh, uh, not getting completed and disjointed and released late. I did not notice it was CGI when I first saw this before. Yeah. researching it um there none of the acting was out of context the plot all held together so i think it was really almost fully shot in 2008 and the stuff that wasn't shot they just sort of tacked on that's why i think it doesn't come across as disjointed at all um even though they were walking out from not getting paid he was blaming the financial crisis on it they didn't believe her is there more movie um, the first day that I met you, I knew that you were so she was gonna do this. Tracy Morgan distracted the crowd, they started playing the music again. Now we're having outtakes. Oh, that's funny. They're like, hey, fuck you, it's our movie. <laughs> he is going to us all over the coals and it's not gonna be good <laughs> excellent Power. so it seems like a fun set when the director's not involved <laughs> do you think russell shot this first look people are having fun of my set <laughs> well this was not the last day of filming because don't yeah. kiss my girlfriend like whatever whatever i have my own girlfriend like you see her eye. Yeah, and... I... So she didn't get married. This is just Tracy right. Morgan and, was... and Melendez Williams. Right. She, it was that's very funny. She started yeah. to make this speech. It almost seemed like it was gonna be a proposal, and then her eye got hit. 
they were like, all right, forget it. We'll talk about it later. You know, like, I, I think that if Russell did follow his vision, it might be a differently tuned machine, like kind of hitting, you know, like maybe trying to hit a certain point. Oh, but yeah, yeah. He would have had a different was, theme song at the end. Different theme song, right. It would have been uh, a different theme song. The font on the credits would have totally be Comic Sans. It was a different film because of him. Not oh, yeah. They got into a lot of arguments about Comic Sans. Also, you know, I didn't realize the Girl Scouts were squaw. I thought I, I was squad. It is. Am no, I wrong? Squaw. It's squaw. Oh, according well, to the credits. Throughout the film, they're talking about Sacagawea. I'm embarrassed. I, I heard I, this is the fourth time I saw this. I thought it was squad the whole it time. It was only in the credits as squad. So that's, uh-huh. that's the reason why. Well, I bet you that's not true. I bet you I missed it. It doesn't seem bad. It just doesn't seem like a film you want to watch again. I mean, no, you watched it four times. No, is good enough. But I mean, you are entertained. You are laughing. Um, you know, all of the people have charisma. Scott the cop. And I mean, Jake had the least charisma of the main actors. And he's got plenty of charisma. Um, wow, Joe Pancake. Special effect technician, Joe Pancake. <laughs> Yeah, he didn't want to be associated with this film. Yeah, you know what? Right. I'm out. Credit me as Joe Pancake. Are you waffling on this on your credit? <laughs> wow. Oh, Pancake it is. Oh, oh. batter up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was interesting. You know, I thought it would be like a bigger train wreck or unwatchable. I've seen a lot of like Miramax movies that just get dumped years later yeah. and they really are unwatchable. Uh, all right. Well, we'll see you guys next week. Take it easy. Thanks, Carl. small they shouldn't fight at all down there upon that little sphere their time is short a life is just a day you'd think they'd find a way to use the time that runs among the distant suns Some better way to use the time that runs among the distant suns from way up here. The earth is just a ball, a precious little ball, so small.
frente que eu quero passar Pois o samba está animado O que eu quero é samba Este samba que me estou de maracatu É samba de preto veio Samba de preto do Mas que nada Um samba como esta tão legal Você não vai querer Que eu chegue no Que eu quero passar Pois o samba está animado O que eu quero é samba Este samba Que é misto de maracatu É samba de preto veio Samba de preto do Mas que nada Um samba como esta tá legal Você não vai querer Que chegue no Classic new new radio dot FM. For taking the easy way out, I got a good reason. For taking the easy way out, it was a danger, a runway ticket. Yeah. It took me so long to find out.
in your milk on Monday morning comes an extra little kick. Well, the taste is just the same, dear, but the Geiger counters click.
once by the Pacific. The shattered water made a misty din. Great waves looked over others coming in and thought of doing something to the shore that water never did to land before. The clouds were low and hairy in the skies, like locks blown forward in the gleam of eyes. You could not tell, and yet it looked as if the shore was lucky in being backed by cliff, the cliff in being backed by continent, and we stayed. by the Pacific, the shattered water made a misty din. Great waves looked over others coming in and thought of doing something to the shore that water never did to land before. The clouds were low and hairy in the skies, like flocks blown forward in the gleam of eyes. Happiness makes up in height. almost the year 2000. To start the world rolls, we had one age of gold, not labored out of mines. And some say there are signs, the second such has come, the true millennium, the final golden blow to end it. And if so, science ought to know, we well may raise our heads from weeding garden beds and annotating books to watch this end deluxe. Sarcastic science, she would like to know, in her complacent ministry of fear, how we propose to get away from here when she has made things so we have to go or be wiped out. Will she be asked to show us how by rocket we may hope to steer to some star off there, say a half-light year through temperature of absolute zero? Why wait for science to supply the how when any amateur can tell it now? The way to go away should be the same as 50 million years ago we came. If anyone remembers how that was, I have a theory, but it hardly does.
Also, I forgot to say thanks to Vinyl Originals on Fillmore for these records. A lot of them were dollar, folks. If you want dollar records, get down there. They're not paying me to say this. MutinyRadio.fm Full of black plastic. Thank you. 
Look for my baby, she's nowhere. 